0: A bit outside. From
1: the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. That Major Rich- League would not be as great a movie. This is the. Ri- Eisen Show. With guest host Susie Schuster. Without Bob Eucher.
0: Dynamite drop in money. That broadcast school has really paid off.
1: The Rich Eisen Show. Earlier on the show. Pro Football Hall of Famer Michael Irvin. Emmy Award winning actress Laura Linney. Coming up from ESPN. Jeremy Schapp. Warriors head coach Steve Kerr. Plus Stephen A. Smith. And now. It's Susie Schuster.
2: Susie Schuster back in for Rich Eisen on the Rich Eisen Show. Thrilled to be with you. Two days. Two days I'll be sitting in the chair. I may not give it back. I'm just saying. Kind of like being out from the house. Stuck home with three kids for a year. It's trying, but I have to say, Chris Brockman, you got one kid at home.
3: I got one. Actually, today's his birthday. Happy Happy birthday to my lovely son, Cage.
2: Oh, my God. Happy birthday.
3: Uh, We were talking about this pre-show, obviously born a year ago today. You were sitting in my chair filling in for me. I was? I was. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Crazy.
2: <laughs> Crazy how was last things time like I that happen.
3: You. But I saw you on TV.
2: Oh, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. It's a long time it's ago. Been a long time. Well, happy birthday to Cage. Hi, Mike Del Tufo. Hi, TJ Jefferson. Great to be with you guys.
4: Hello, Miss Susie.
2: Are you going to make a putt while I'm here today?
4: (laughs) I mean, see, the thing is, yeah, I'm going to. Don't worry. It'll happen.
2: I'm just asking. you you tend to sink them when Rich is here. Is it the pressure of sitting here with me? Well,
4: you know, I've moved back. I've I've pushed it back a little bit. I was making easy runs. Now I'm trying to, like, expand my radius a little bit.
2: I hear you. I can't putt. I have the worst short game ever. Yeah. The reason why I'm not great at golf, and there's myriad reasons, I don't like people watching me when I hit.
4: That's how I feel. There's, what, two, three, <laughs> five million people watching us on Peacock exactly. Daily. It's a lot of pressure. Yeah,
2: it's a lot know? of pressure. A lot of pressure. I used to get asked to go into a lot of those um, sports casters-style, you know, tournaments, like charity events, because I would be the token girl who could they'd throw me out there yeah. like, oh, you're the token girl. You're a for golf. Because what guy doesn't want to play with the, with the girl in the foursome? And I'd say, like, back off. <laughs> I can... I can hit the ball off the tee, so I'm good for a scramble. Right. But just turn around. Turn around while I hit the ball so I don't make a total (laughs) fool of myself. Susie Schuster in for Rich Eisen. Uh, Chris Brockman, let's go to the news and do a little update. Hey,
3: let's do the news. Hit it. And now with a
0: report of the day's news from the world of sports and entertainment. Someone who is not a journalist or newsman by any definition of the word whatsoever. It's Chris
1: Brockman.
3: All right, getting back to what we were talking about at the top of the show here, Russell Wilson, The Athletic, uh, reporting that Russell Wilson's camp has broached trade destinations with Seattle to the Dolphins, Jets, Saints, and Raiders. Oof. Oof. This coming after Russell's comments a couple weeks ago to DP about he's sick and tired of getting hit all the time and some, uh, seems to be some unrest there in the Pacific Northwest. So when I look at these teams, guys, Dolphins, Jets, Saints, and Raiders, which do you think would be the best fit for Russell if a trade does actually go down, I, which I do not think he's going to get traded, but if he does, which of these teams would be the best for him? Dolphins, Saints, Jets, Raiders.
2: Well, wouldn't you say Saints?
4: Yeah, I mean there's only one answer, there, man. <laughs> only one answer? You think Saints ready made? Saints are ready yeah. made, yeah.
2: Yeah, just put the key in, turn it. Does any anybody have a key anymore? Hit the button. Yeah, hit the button. Hit the button.
4: Hit the no button. keys push to start, you know? Yeah. Okay. You got you got your top running back, you have your stud wide receiver, you have your slot guy. I mean, I don't know what their line is like, but yeah best in the league according to Don Bowie. So
3: I mean I know Don's a Saints fan. <laughs> He's a Saints so. Total fan. Homer. Of Is that enough yeah. to beat the Bucks? No one's enough to
2: beat the Bucks. We got Tom. We got Gronk.
4: Well Brockman, your thing about Drew Brees all year way, but, was that he couldn't throw the ball deep.
2: He stinks. He can't throw anymore. What it's does over. Russell
4: Wilson do as well as anyone?
3: He loves throwing
4: that He loves to in. run the ball. Well, oh, he does a What are you smoking, ball. bro? Give me something. <laughs> Holler. That's what Bruce it's is a, saying. You think you're beating him. It's a hybrid, Bruce. It's a hybrid.
3: <laughs> Those other teams, though, are so interesting. I, I'm, I'm quite, why does everyone want to go to Miami? The weather? Yeah, but it's I mean, humid.
4: South Beach. I don't like humidity. Got to be honest. If
3: we're talking Chris. football, I mean, I, I get Brian Flores is an awesome coach, but when you look at the personnel compared to some of these other teams, that's why the Jets being – I get that the Jets have all the draft picks and all the capital and Sam Darnold to trade away. but Do you want to play there? Nobody do you want wants
2: to... to go play for the Jets. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Susie, the we Jets. <laughs> get that. Nobody wants to go play the for the Jets. The best Jet ever doesn't, doesn't really get that. Nope. By the
2: way, and, and like the Sam Darnold thing, nope. I feel bad for this kid. Can you surround him with better players? Maybe you can exactly. play if he can stand yeah. up. Yeah. Just
3: saying. I would love to see Sam on one of these other teams. Like if Sam goes to San Francisco, I think he would be unbelievable. He could be a top ten quarterback. Do you yeah. want to know why he's not good? <laughs> he plays
2: for the Jets. <laughs> I mean, I'm just i yes. I'm sorry. What were you saying?
3: Susie, you get it. You get it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Just interesting to see this Russell Wilson situation obviously needs monitored because something's going down, something's weird there. I would be shocked if he ends up getting moved. Would you give up more draft capital for Deshaun Watson? or Russell Wilson at this point? Because, you know, everyone's talking about when Deshaun, the conversation starts at three number ones, and then it's, do you add a two? Do you add a three? Do you add players? Do you add a quarterback in there? Like, do you think Russ is getting the same type of deal? One's
2: got a ring, one doesn't. One's younger, one's older. One comes with Ciara, I'm just saying. but you know.
3: <laughs> True, I mean, Deshaun's girlfriend, nothing to shake a stick at. TJ, you about back me up there. I'm just wondering, like, do who do you break the bank for? Which one of these guys, Deshaun or Russell? Younger guy. Younger guy.
0: Yeah, you go for you, you. You want to build your team. You want the guy that's going to be there
4: for a while. Normally, you're right, except like the Super Bowl winning quarterback is an old guy. But he, and, well, yeah, he's you, a,
2: and he's been banged up a lot. It also
0: yeah. depends on which team you're talking about. If you're going to New Orleans, you're built to to play against the Bucks already. Yeah. If you're going to a team that's building, like hypothetically. The Jets, you're in another world. Right. Mike, great point. Mike makes a great point. Man, Mike, I mean, that's a great time in a while. point. Susan brings it out of me. I'm telling you. You made that's a great point.
2: point, Mike.
0: That's the
3: great thing. It's job. like you've got
0: to look either way.
3: Just something to think about, something to monitor. Uh, okay, let's move on to JJ Watt. Uh, Diana Rossini of ESPN saying that JJ has received offers from multiple teams, believes the most lucrative Watt has on the table between fifteen and sixteen million dollars.
2: We got his tweet. Let's put his tweet up. Let's take a little look. See, shall we? Midday naps, loathed as a child, revered in adulthood. What does that mean,
4: TJ? Mm. Well, you know, Susie, let's break this down. He did a mitochondria tweet. Yes. The other day, and I broke that down, saying he was going to the Chargers. So I might, if you give me some time, maybe I can figure uh, this one out.
2: What do you think off the cuff? What do you think that means? Can we see that
4: again? Don, is it possible? Let's read it
2: again. Midday mm. naps, loathed okay. as a child, revered in adulthood. He must know Rich, who basically has a midday nap, like, every day. <laughs> I'm just saying. What? Hmm. That's uh... How would you break that down? It almost looks like a haiku, but right? there's no 575. That
4: was just counting syllables, and I was like, no, that's...
3: I will say, I just saw a hilarious breakdown from Lee Mayock, uh, Raiders GM Mike Mayock's I just saw hers, yeah. And she broke this down. Naps, spelled backwards, is span correlating that to C-SPAN, the network. C-SPAN was founded by a guy named Brian Lamb. C.D. Lamb plays for the Cowboys. J.J. Watt to the Cowboys.
2: That's insane.
3: I'm not mad at that. That is
2: crazy. Of course you're not, but that's in, that's insane.
3: Settle down just a little bit. Well, that's how I broke mine down the other day. you know. But that's what everyone's doing with J.J. Watt's tweets these days. I think he just wakes up in the morning, thinks about how he can screw with the national no media. Doubt. Yep throws something out there, and then watches everyone scramble their brains trying to figure out what it means when it absolutely means nothing. nothing.
4: And it works because it happens all the time. Like, earlier you guys were talking about Deshaun Watson's tweet, right? And you're like, it means he wants to go. And I'm just sitting there, I figured I'd wait to tell you. Once again, I'm the proponent of tweets don't necessarily mean anything other than tweets. It's another (laughs) song from future. Is it a rap lyric? Loyalty is everything. Don't you ever get it. That's a future line.
2: What, what, what are you saying? Twitter's not everything? I, I, I TJ? know it's so hard
4: to believe sometimes, Susie, but sometimes people will actually tweet just the tweet.
2: Let me let me let me act like I know what I'm doing here. Hmm. hmm. Naps, naps.
4: <laughs> Rhymes with the Older cats. people. Oh Florida. Florida.
0: <laughs>
4: Tampa Bay. Tampa JJ Bay. to the box. JJ to
0: the here. Burp
2: burp You heard it here on the Rich Eisen Show. I'm the first person to say J.J. Watt at Tampa.
0: Loath as a child, Brady wasn't great at the combine, didn't look good. I'm telling you. Didn't look
2: so cute back then in the skivvies. now Now look at the guy. I didn't I'm want to say saying. that word
0: and mess it up. There wow. I'm t-
4: just hey, saying. Look, I'm glad we broke this down for everybody. You're, a lot you of are
2: welcome. I mean,
3: that's we're what in. we do here.
4: You're welcome. Problem solve. <laughs> <laughs> R.E.S. Consulting. Yeah, whatever. R.E.S.
2: Consulting.
3: All right, some more quarterback issues. hot change in the back? What? Some more quarterback news. Talk about the 49ers earlier. I think that would be a great spot for any of these young players. Deshaun Watson goes to the 49ers. They're instantly a Final Four team. but. Wednesday, John Lynch, Niners GM, spoke and said, "Quote: I really believe Jimmy Garoppolo will be the team's starting quarterback in 2021." <laughs> I really believe.
2: Is that the equivalent of? Um, I really believe. The Steelers earlier this week, as we said, that Ben Roethlisberger is a living, breathing human yeah, being, yeah. right?
3: Or like, or, uh, or George Costanza's line, might. Uh, Les Snead said oh. that Goff is the quarterback for now. For now, <laughs> or it's not a lie if you believe
2: it. That's exactly right. That was George. That's
3: exactly it. And then we played that game all the time. Rich was like, oh, Susie's my wife. For now. For now. (laughs) I Uh really believe that Susie's still (laughs) my wife. I've never heard that before. (laughs)
2: Oh, really? Did I get... You guys do know that I had a divorce attorney in my bridal party, right?
4: What? Was it it Laura Wasser? Yeah, Laura Wasser in my my bridal party. Were you just prepping for... Just in case. I wanted
2: Rich to know who was boss from the very get-go. <laughs> you
4: know,
3: I'm pretty sure he knew that yeah, from, the I mean, job, from the job. Poor Rich. You know, you I don't know.
4: want to interrupt Brockman's news, but like yesterday I said, was there anything off limits with you here? And he was like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, we. I might want to like ask Susie, like, what kind of game did you spit the puller? He so, was nervous. I don't know if we have time now, but maybe we'll get to that some Not, point, not time
3: know. now, but... We have two other things before right. we get to Jeremy Schaap. But There's definitely time to get into this. Because, <laughs> oh, I mean, I am, I'm dying to hear your oh, questions. Man. All right, An NBA thing. Not sure if you guys saw this yesterday. TJ, did you notice this as well? Kyrie Irving went on Instagram and said "Oh yeah, yeah. that now's the time. The NBA should change the logo from Jerry West to Kobe Bryant. This is g- starting to gain a lot of traction uh, around the league. What do you guys think about this? Should the logo be changed? And if so, who should the silhouette be? Should it be Kobe? Or should it be Mike? Or should it be LeBron or somebody else? What do you guys think?
2: I think it's the perfect homage to Kobe, especially in, we're talking about it today. Well, it was a year ago yesterday that I was sitting in his memorial. His memorial yeah. mm-hmm. And I think it would be the perfect homage to Kobe.
3: They did uh, already the name the All-Star MVP trophy after Kobe.
2: Yeah, but but I think it makes a lot of sense. So many of the current guys grew up watching him. Yes. The issue will be money. They don't pay Jerry West anything for him to be the logo. Nothing. And he's embarrassed by being the logo. I mean, he, I think if – when I, I, I was – at here's a good name drop. I was at lunch with Jerry West, <laughs> and someone came up to him and was like, hey, the logo. And he's like, he said – Gosh darn, I hate it when people say that. It's just so embarrassing. He doesn't like it. But they don't pay him any money. If they, if they make this into Kobe
3: or another guy, aren't there royalties involved? Yeah, you f- I would imagine that Kobe's out. estate will have to get something, I would think. And he Susie, might be able to do it the last money. time you were
4: here, Jerry West was here, and I got to interview him in the green room, which was incredible. But one thing I'm pretty sure of after talking to Mr. West is you said, gosh darn, I'm pretty sure those weren't the words he used. Because he and I had a combo back there. And I was like, yo, Jerry, what? So, so I I don't know. I wasn't there. But I, I would bet that gosh darn, even though he's from West Virginia, it was not what he said.
2: So, TJ, I have a foul mouth. Uh-huh. And I'm scared to death to say something wrong with a microphone. So... <laughs> Oh, he said gosh darn in my head. <laughs>
4: okay. <laughs> but the reality of it was... There's no
2: beep. Don, Don Boo is too busy to have a beep button, <laughs> no, and, it and
3: it's not pretty. Mike, don't have
4: a dump no, button. No, 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 we don't have a dump
3: button. I also think if anyone was going to kind of relinquish this title of being the logo, especially to someone like Kobe, it would be Jerry West. You said he doesn't like it. He's kind of embarrassed by it. Maybe the time is now. I'm just wondering who should it be? Should it be Kobe or should it be someone else? What or, do you think? Or should they have a generic logo? What do you think? I don't have a strong feeling either way. I mean, I, I, obviously, it's it's such an iconic logo, the NBA logo now as it is. But you know, maybe the times come for something different. I'm not sure. I don't think I'm the right person to answer that question. Also, but might be Adam Silver. He gets paid. He gets paid a lot maybe more than I, I call, do.
2: Maybe I give Adam a little call after. Yeah, the I mean, show. It's, certain,
3: it's certainly a complicated issue, but it, it would be cool to. But they do honor Kobe now with the All Star Game MVP trophy. Um, I mean, you can't really give it to Jordan. Jordan's logo is on jerseys anyway right now. Exactly. Like, Double and, logo. As a sponsor for the league. But it, it's an interesting conversation that Kyrie's getting started. I think it's not the last we're going to hear about it. So. If only we
2: had the greatest mind in sports broadcasting coming up next on the Rich Eisen Show. If only we had. <laughs> wait a minute. We do. We do. Jeremy Schaap coming up next on The Rich Eisen Show. Susie Schuster in for Rich Eisen. Jeremy Schaap when we come back.
1: Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O-O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. Okay, here we go,
0: Mike Del Tufo. I'm in my natural environment. You I'm are field with cheerleaders. Emily, take it away. Hey, Mike, are you nervous? Emily,
1: no, not at all.
5: Good. Well, are your set of All All right.
1: Okay. okay. Here, Wait, I'll take how your you guys. Mi- hold on to these things. Oh, there, your microphone. There we go. All right, Mike. So what are you? What what move are you teaching?
3: Okay, so we're gonna do a dance. This is how it's gonna start. You're gonna step out, and your
2: arms are gonna go right, left, right.
1: Oh my gosh.
5: Okay, then you're gonna box and pump. Good.
1: Box and pump. So right, left, right, box and pump.
6: Five, six, seven, eight.
3: One, and two, three, four. Good. Now your hips are going to go right, right, left while you frame your face. So five,
1: six, and now. Get those hips in there, Mike. Come on. Hair I got really, oh. You got a big hair
3: flip to the back. <laughs> and then hair flip all the way over to the front. Hair flip. Good. So that's okay. definitely one Let's thing take I couldn't seven do. Seven okay. okay. Ready? Oh
1: my God!
6: And five, six, seven, eight, One, and two,
3: three, four, five, six, seven, eight. eight. <laughs> yeah! Ah. <laughs> Show off your red boots and walk. So hair flip, maybe? Yeah. It has to be a sassy walk. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sassy walk. So walk one, that's two. That's not sassy enough. Three. <laughs> step together.
6: Four. Now pump it, five, six, seven, eight. Oh, you guys are real, eight. Eight. no <laughs> way. No. You gotta get low on oh, that. Focus. You, you gotta go. Like
3: Coach, okay. how about just a cheer? So, ready,
1: take it from the hair flip. Ready, right. and five, six, seven, eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Can we do it from the top? Let's do it from the top. top. Ready. Okay, hold on a minute. Oh, wow. So so how do you how do how would I introduce uh what what This you... is HTC Mike! <laughs> HTC Mike, I like it. Here we go. HTC okay, Mike ready. and the Houston Texas cheerleaders, everybody. Five, six, seven, eight, oh, one, two, three, four, five, six, back, five, seven, eight, walk, one, two, three, four, five, six, yes. Seven. yes. Tell him what he's won. Mike, oh, Delphi. Delphi. And for being a great sport, we brought you a full-time oh, Houston yeah. Texans cheerleading gown. Yeah. Yeah, yeah! Mike Del Tufo's, It's a Delphi. It's the first Everybody Delphi of the week. me, Mike. <laughs> Fantastic. You did great. Not all creepy right. at all. Yeah. <laughs>
2: HTC Mike. Not creepy at all. Better you than Rich doing that. Oh, no, no, no.
0: They put me right in that one, Susie. I, you I accepted to do it. it. I told I love I love you guys. No, I love cheerleaders. I'm a cheerleader guy. I love cheerleaders.
2: What a great way to welcome everybody back <laughs> Sorry, to the Susan. Rich Eisen show. I love cheerleaders. Susie Schuster <laughs> in for Rich Eisen. We just watched that video of uh of Mike the guy who dancing? has a better
0: chance of being in Houston than Deshaun Watson next year, <laughs> <laughs> HTC Mike. Oh,
2: that's Ay-oh.
0: Cool. Yeah, it's,
2: but, but true. It's, and, it's
0: actually true. I think it is. But true. It's That is, that is a very bad situation right now.
3: They it is. To,
2: and if you missed the Michael Irvin interview earlier in the show, you can go back and access that one. Uh, because he had a lot to say about that, as well as other things. Uh, and, and the award-winning actress, Laura Linney, who was on in the first hour. Coming up is Jeremy Schap. He will be dialing in any moment to talk to us and give us some perspective on the news of the day, Tiger Woods, of course. And uh, also, if, as we make a very awkward pivot, the fact that he's become an incredible chef in COVID. So we will ask him about the, those questions and the like. And had does one cook a salmon on a, on some kind of weird smoker? Yeah, yard, what was that backyard? smoker
0: named, Brockham? What was the... That's the green egg. There's, you know, a couple of,
3: there's a couple of different smokers on the market. I'm a Traeger guy. I have a Traeger grill. But this green egg thing is also... He's like the king of smoking yeah. right now, Brockman.
2: Did we give you that Traeger grill? Who's we? <laughs> <laughs> did I give you that Traeger grill? Absolutely <laughs> Because not. I made
3: Rich Scare... Mm. No? no? You have one? I actually, I actually got that from... I uh, won that at you, a Christmas yeah. yeah. It's impressive.
4: But and he's it, like the... We had, a, we had a bowling party... At a bowling alley, when you could still do that type of thing, and Brockman won a trigger girl.
2: And what have you? Act- what have you made on it?
3: What haven't I made? Really? What haven't I made? His I, just, rib- I just smoked some chicken breasts the other day. Uh, ribs, do ribs probably a couple times a month. Brisket, I haven't really done uh, that many times, but his brisket game is on point. He doesn't. When do it a lot, I do it, it's-, it's one of those things you got to really dedicate the whole day. It takes 12 to 14 hours to get one really good.
2: It's so weird because I've known him for like a decade and a half, mm-hmm. and, and I've never seen hide nor hair. I've fed him many times, TJ. <laughs> Giving him Tupperware? And, and he's, he's returned empty Tupperware to my house, but never <laughs> actually put anything he made in it. At, at least back. Mike Del Tufo makes
3: oh, delicious
2: mean, Italian food.
3: I feed the people. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm domesticated <laughs> now. I have a, so I'm a father. <laughs> True. So, happy birthday, you know, Cage. happy birthday, happy birthday, buddy. sorry, Sarah. Sorry. Um, so yeah, you know I've got to, you know, they have changed. I'm all grown stuff
2: Wow, I'm all grown stuff Now, do you make Kansas City style, or do you make Texas, or do you make uh, do you make New Orleans, or the kind of like
3: that Good kind buy. of barbecue? How great does, what great does question. One do? I like I like thick barbecue sauce, so I think that's more of a Texas and uh, Texas and Kansas City style. I'm not down with the vinegary. Barbecue sauce. That's North Carolina. I'm not into that.
2: Jeremy chef what is your barbecue style? One would want to know.
3: Style?
5: I, I don't have a style. I mean I just make a bunch of different stuff. I look, I, I'm I'm trying. It's a process. It's it's a hobby. Uh you know, I, I've got one of those big green eggs, like a cult. I hope somebody is listening from the company and I get some kind of a sponsorship. I post all this stuff on Instagram to all my uh, dozens of followers of me on the egg <laughs> uh, immersed in it. it. Um, but it's 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 fun. You know, I, I like to cook. Rich doesn't cook, does he?
2: He makes great scrambled eggs. He makes um, delicious pancakes. And and he makes me a drink at five.
5: I'm skeptical. I'm skeptical. I I don't see Rich really as having that kind of patience. Um, And and really it comes down to patience. Um, And you really, there's something innate. I mean, you you can only go so far in terms of teaching someone how to cook or grill or barbecue. I think there has to be a kind of sixth. Sense for it, and I and I think I had that.
2: If anybody would have a sixth sense for grilling and cooking, Thank I would you. imagine it would be you.
5: We Thank are you. we are looking this is, at this. is Really a thrill. I mean, that was quite a way to welcome me into the show. Um, it, it, it's uh, have I ever been on the show when you've been hosting before? I don't. I think this is. Uh, I, I, I mean, I I wanted to do it for a long time but I think this is the first time you're having me. It's a it?
2: hot ticket in town. I'm just saying, you know, the, the, the list <laughs> is know, long. Exclusive, Jeremy.
5: Anybody can be on with Rich. It, this, is, this is a whole different level.
2: I, I try to bring Jeremy Schaap a, a whole different level when I guest host the Rich Eisen Show out of sheer uh-huh. fear that they won't let me come back. So I, I, try, to, I, <laughs> I try to bring it with We're me. We are, to do it. we are looking at photographs of you, though. Um, well, we, no, of course, doctored them and put on a chef's hat and a Jeff's smock. I'm curious for okay. what recipe you could share with the Rich Eisen listeners that we can then post on social media. What you is know, your go-to there are dish? There a lot of
5: things that I like to do. Um, you know, the, the kind of thing, like, if, if you're a beginner, I think it's really almost infallible. Um, is, is If you're doing, let's say, baby back ribs, uh, the classic three, uh, two, one. Well, oh, wait. No, no, 2 no, 1. No, you're right. 2 1 for baby back. It's
3: 3 1, Jeremy. You're right. You're on it. You got no, it. No, no.
5: St. Louis style is 3 2 1, the bigger ones. The baby back are 2 1, I think. Because you, six hours is too much for the baby backs. The St. Louis style, this is, this is great radio, Susie, um, are the 3 2 1. So it's, it's two hours of smoking. And then you take them off, and what I do is I wrap them in foil, and I pour in some, you know, typically apple juice or beer, something like that. And then you wrap them in the foil, put them back on for two hours, get them really steamy, soft. And then you take it off, and you put some kind of, you know, barbecue sauce, some kind of lacquer on it, and put them directly back on the grate um, for the final, you know, 45 minutes to an hour. And, and you can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. It doesn't take a lot of prep. You don't have to you know, marinate it overnight. You don't have to salt it overnight, anything like that. You just put on your rub. You know, you got you to um, peel off that membrane, which sometimes people forget to do. You don't have to, but uh, I prefer to peel
3: off the membrane. It's an important step, kind of, for sure. It's important.
5: It is, right? And you slather it with some mustard so the rub you know, uh, has, has some right. way to He's adhere to it. And, and then you go, and you, and you, can't, you can't go wrong. Jeremy, do you want to do
2: a cooking show with stuff? me? Let's do a cooking show together. Wouldn't that be fun? I've been fun? trying
5: to. For years. I'd love to do a cooking show. I really would. Kind of a you know, a cultural food show. Yeah. We get to travel and eat all over the world. But doesn't everybody want to do that? Like,
2: Wait okay. a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Go with me here. It, you and I host it, right? And it's about right. the greatest food per sports town. So we go to all right. the different sports towns. We ask the right. fans to send us to the right restaurant. We then interview the chefs. I then screw up trying to make it, and you do it beautifully, and you give it historical perspective, and I get to eat. Yeah, because yeah.
5: I mean, I mean, I, you know, see, we've been, we've had a lot of meals together over the years. We have spent a lot of time together. Um, I don't think of you, and I say this with all due respect, as really an eater. I mean, you're 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 pretty skinny. I mean, and um,
2: <laughs> oh, Jeremy, I've never loved you I, more than I do say, right now. How much now. did you pay Jeremy to say? That? <laughs> I, well,
5: what are you I trying thought, to say, Chris? That <laughs> with me, I thought. yeah, I would have taken this as you know, I'm questioning your bona fides as as a real eater, and you know, you know, you're from Boston originally. I'm from New York. It's more of a food town. I I, I think of myself as really more of the um, person who focuses on the next meal, as soon as you've just finished the last meal. If you like that is food, true. But you're kind of like, okay about it. It's not, it's not an obsession. with Maybe that's good to bring a different kind of perspective to it. because well, I course, can... Somebody who's just, just, you know, mouthwatering all the time at the thought of the next meal.
2: Well, you know what I make really, really well? Reservations. No, you've never cooked for me. Reservations. Ah! But bum. Uh, <laughs>
5: that coming.
2: Jeremy Shaps, yes. Susie Schuster here on The Rich Eisen Show. Jeremy, you're, you're Mr. Perspective. So that's why I like what? to have you. You're Mr. Perspective. You have great perspective okay. on everything. Thank so you're Mr. Perspective, you. one of your myriad okay. nicknames. Let's talk a, about a couple news ideas here. And one of them is, of course, the logo in the NBA. What's your take on yeah. On the possibility of replacing Jerry West with a modern player, maybe Kobe Bryant, maybe another one.
5: Well, it's interesting. So, um, yeah, I hope I get the story exactly right, but uh, we're going to go very deep, background and perspective on this, Susie. So, I, I don't love know if this. you ever knew um, my friend Stacy Siegel from college that I went to college with. Did you ever know Stacy?
2: I think I met her once, like uh, twenty years ago.
5: Michael Bloom. So. So Stacy's father is a guy named Alan Siegel uh, who grew up with my father on Long Island. And I think Alan's father and Alan's mother, rather, and my grandmother were best friends. Anyway, Alan Siegel, long story short, uh, he also went to Cornell and he became a very successful brand marketing logo person. Like, you know, you'd go to him and he'd create a name for a company. Uh, He would create, your logo and I guess like your marketing strategy, very successful. And he is the guy who created the NBA logo. Oh, wow. um, Whenever that happened to be. So uh, I I think it was the late sixties, right? Maybe it was the mid sixties. And, um, and I guess, you know, Jerry West, it was kind of thing like where it was, Alan said it was Jerry West, but it was never kind of officially Jerry West. It was just, Presented that way, and it's a great logo. Um, and it's been a great logo for a long time. Um, but I understand the desire to update it and to, um, you know, to honor Kobe Bryant, one of the great players in the history of the game. And, you know, if they end up doing it, and I don't know where it stands, I heard there was, you know, some talk about doing it recently, uh, in the last few days. Uh, you know, I-, I like the idea of the symmetry from West to Bryant you know the guy who drafted him the guy who brought him to the lakers the guy who was his mentor who was so close to him uh playing the same you know both guards the same team and, and you know i think um book logos get updated all the time uh they 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 change the designs they update them for whatever reason make them more modern more appealing more relevant i i think that makes sense um uh you know, is, is there, should, I guess the question is, you know, permanence. What should be permanent? What shouldn't change? What are the things that we expect to just remain the same? And there are very few things like that, right, in life. And certainly when we're talking about uh, these kinds of symbols, um, uh, which are, which exist after all, uh, to market something, to sell something, uh, you know, the product of the NBA. And uh, and at the same time, to honor the heritage of the game and to honor its best players. So if it's going to change, it makes sense to do it with Kobe Bryant. I,
2: I think it makes perfect sense. And also because it has that double entendre of providing an homage to Kobe, who meant so much to the current generation of players. Because if you look at Jerry West, some so if he played, what, 62, 60, 63 around then? And then, so the kids who were coming up in the in the Jordan era, they, they knew Jerry. I think that the kids who are playing now, when I say kids, because I'm 48 so I can say kids, but they grew up worshipping Kobe. And to lose him the way that we all lost him, mm-hmm. it would seem to me to be the perfect symbolic gesture. The question now will be, as we talked about earlier, um, then royalties get involved because Jerry West never received a dime for being the logo, so to speak. And the question is, right. would it then become a huge monetary output if they changed the logo?
5: Oh, really? So, so it would be the kind of thing where if his likeness is used, um, his estate would, would get royalties? Is, is that is that what they're saying?
2: I think that's the understanding, uh, you mm-hmm. know, and... I, I think it's a great time for me to call Adam Silver, I guess, after the show and ask him because you would so, think at this point, if they use a likeness, you have to pay the estate. But it seems to me that it's the cool. right thing to do.
5: Makes sense. Makes sense to me. I mean, I I, I don't I, I don't know anything about the economics of it. I certainly don't know anything about you know the copyright law. Or you have to know
2: everything law. about everything, the Jeremy Schaaf. Like, everything.
5: I, 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 I could fake it, but yeah. You know, That makes sense to me, and you know, again, I mean, I remember growing up with you know logos for different teams, for different leagues, whatever it might be, and they adapt, they evolve, they change, and uh, and Jerry West as as the silhouette of the NBA has had a great run.
2: That's just a thought we had. That's just something that occurs to us, and we'll do a little bit of deep diving after the show. Jeremy Schapp here on The Rich Eisen Show. I'm Susie Schuster sitting in for Rich. I was really moved by your Tiger Woods piece yesterday on ESPN. Obviously, we're all sitting here wondering uh, the accident happened sheer miles from our studio here in El Segundo, mm. and we're all wondering um, what's next for Tiger Woods. But your your piece, as always, was just beautifully written, and I'm curious to the hear about your—oh, you're welcome. I'm here, curious to hear your thoughts on on this as you watch and and what
5: occurs to you. Well, you know, I think it's um it's the way most people feel, right? The, the way the vast majority of people looking at this must feel that uh he's fortunate to be alive, emerging from that kind of a wreck, that kind of a crash. Um that our first thought has to be about um being able to lead a normal life, to be healthy and to walk and to do the things that he was able to do before this happened uh, on Tuesday morning. Uh, and then you think about the scope of his career and the arc of his life over the last 25 years. And and you think about how long he has been a presence in our lives and how we've seen these remarkable ups, uh, these, these incredible highs, peaks, and in athletic careers that are unsurpassed, really, uh, certainly in the 21st century, in the late 20th century, um, uh, you know, one of one of the few athletes, you know, when you throw around the word icon, it, it's, it's it's understatement with with Tiger Woods. Um, and then we've also seen, you know, his struggles and um, the events of Thanksgiving weekend 2009, and how um, that changed the narrative around Tiger Woods. It, in a flash, in a moment and this, this sudden fall from grace. And then, um, the physical struggles that would come later with his back and, uh, the times when it seemed like he would never really be able to, uh, be Tiger Woods on the golf course again. And that remarkable victory two years ago at the masters after an 11 year interval between his 14th and his 15th grand slam wins, uh, major titles, um, you know, it's it's a remarkable, um, novelistic story and life, but there's a person at the center of it. And, and, and you know, it was... When I heard the news a couple of days ago, um, Susie, about, I guess it was around a little before 3 o'clock Eastern time, um, you know, by that time, I, what I was being told, and I think everybody was hearing, was that these were not life-threatening. And so, you know, there's immediately um release there and you know you know you can take a breath okay he's he's going to be okay he's going to live and but this is these are very serious injuries from you know what we're hearing and the doctors you know we've been consulting and um we don't know if he's ever going to be able to play golf again And, and and of course that's secondary to the larger story but i'm also thinking about Two months ago, when he played at the PNC Championship with Charlie, and um, that that kind of image that sticks in my mind now of Tiger Woods, um, while seeming seeming comfortable in a way, you know, on camera and with the media and and kidding around and having fun with his eleven year old son, and how we were seeing uh, a new side of Tiger. He was allowing us to see a different side of himself, and. and um, that relationship with the media that had been at times so adversarial. And, uh, you know, obviously, you know, four years ago, we're talking about, um, you know, those images of him getting pulled over or asleep on the side of the road, uh, you know, uh, and the the things that he has had to deal with and the mistakes that he has made and then um, the physical challenges. It's just, there's so much there and all we can hope for, it's, uh, it's, it, it's trite, but, but what could be more, um, essential that he's just okay. I,
2: I can't say enough about that. And about the fact that I look at the pictures of him with Charlie and all I think about are Kobe and Gianna. So we are, as you said, so, so grateful that he will come out of this and yeah. hopefully make some kind of recovery. Yeah. It, Jared-
5: it, it, you think about Ben Hogan too, right? I mean, you think about, um, you know, the car accident, the crash that Ben Hogan was in in 1949. And, you know, he, he was a younger man at that point than Tiger Woods is now. I think Hogan was 35 at the time of that crash in West Texas, um, which left him in the hospital, I think, for 59 days. You know, it's a different scenario, but when you're talking about two of the five or six greatest golfers of all time, maybe two or the three greatest golfers of all time, um, both having uh, both surviving crashes like that, you know, you have to draw parallels
2: Jeremy thank you as always for your perspective your time and your recipes come back welcome, every single Susan. time I'm on please
5: I will I will invited or otherwise
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm always happy to have you crash Jeremy thanks again for your time thanks guys more okay. updates on Russell Wilson when we come back and uh, we'll be back after this with Steve Kerr with Stephen A. Smith and TJ still has his movie lines which I'm excited about oh, yeah. this is the Rich Eisen Show
1: from over two thousand seven hundred brands and retailers, and right now Ibotta is offering our listeners five dollars for just trying Ibotta by using the code ISEN when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E I S E N. That's I B O T T A in the Google Play or App Store, and use my code Eisen. Let's talk Game Time. Boy, do we love using Game Time tickets
6: Just a real basic question. What the hell were you thinking? Uh, what are you doing out there? You know, just tackling a challenge that most wouldn't do. <laughs> I would say. I was- so, um, wh- wh- why? Why'd you do it? I uh, just trying out a new ba- booster package <laughs> that I was working on this year. <laughs> For me, though, is it's literally like, would you rather live and die? Mm -hmm. would you rather die and never live when I went in the arena like I felt like somebody else took control of me (laughs) and I became like a modern day kind of like gladiator you know being in there back in that time and just feeling that you know the the Coliseum with the sands and the people that was around and you seeing everything and then the pull out and you see everybody running and you know, getting go- some people getting just smashed by the bull, right? And then you look at it, and I'm like, okay, uh, everybody going running up and, and circling and, and going and touching again. To his way, why well, not just take it up a notch and just jump over jump it? Jump over so, it. So I mean, yeah,
1: because <laughs> I, 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 we just looked at the video, and I don't think the bull moves very much. You did, in fact, leap over the the length, well, uh, the height, and length of the bull.
6: Yeah, I had to, I had to, uh, you know, match it up. I had to size it up. Um, pretty much have calculations to the point where you never want to jump behind it because you never know what it may do it may turn right left on a dime yeah. so I wanted just to face it head on and so when I jumped it the first time um, everybody started like cheering and yelling I was like okay that's pretty cool and then I did it the second time and I heard this word El saltador, El Salvador El <laughs> Salvador and I didn't know what that means. <laughs> I left that one day. And then I started hearing that through the streets. And I was like, okay, whatever. And came back the second day, did it again. And they stopped the music and everything. Get and out of they here. just started yelling that in the stands. To you? To me. Like me now. I'm a football player here in the States. Sure. Correct? Yes, sir. They don't know me from Adam House. Josh, Josh Norman is not <laughs> out there in Pamplona. El... When I get there, yeah, and they start chanting that name, so I'm like a hero in Spain almost. Not even back here. Let me. So hold on this, a second. This is bananas. Let me this get this down so I, I can
1: use this on, uh, on on any host of shows this NFL season. El Satador?
6: Yes, yeah, it's just like the jumper. El Satador. Like the matador. Yes. Like the matador is like the jumper.
1: So I would love just one second in my life. <laughs> To have the words El Satador (laughs) chanted to me.
2: Welcome everybody back to the Rich Eisen Show, Susie Schuster in for Rich Eisen, or as we call him at home, El Satador. (laughs) (laughs) why don't you guys throw him a bone when he comes in next week unless I've continued to lock him in the closet (laughs) why don't you when he walks in say El El
3: El El
4: door. and see what happens (laughs) and see if he even remembers it or not he probably won't even know what we were talking about I have no idea
2: but that would be even better because then he'd look
4: Confused.
2: I wonder what's going on. Uh, A lot of news about Russell Wilson today. Chris, you got an update for
3: us? Oh, my gosh. This story just keeps getting super weirder. Uh, So Adam Schefter just tweeted uh, about 10 minutes ago that Seahawks quarterback Russell Wilson has not demanded a trade. His agent, Mark Rogers, has told ESPN. Wilson has told the Seahawks he wants to play in Seattle, but... If a trade were to be considered, <laughs> oh boy. the only teams he would go to are the Cowboys, Saints, Raiders, and Bears. Oh, my. I mean. So, basically, I want to stay, but here are the teams I would be willing to go to if you do want to move me. He has a no trade clause, so... the You know, he's holding all the cards right now.
2: The theme of the year is the no trade clause, is it not? The big, big thing to have in your contract.
3: Deshaun and Russell Wilson both have these. So these guys hold all the cards when it comes to where they're going to play in 2021.
2: Now, call me crazy and don't call me crazy, but this is probably going to make no sense. Is Dak Prescott sweating right now?
3: Dak's getting paid no matter what. So I don't think he's sweating one bit. He's either going to get franchised by Dallas and get $37 million next year or he's going to get an extension in Dallas, which means he's going to have $150 million or he's going to go somewhere else and sign a huge deal. So I think Dak's totally fine.
2: You're not worried about his, his bankroll right now, I take Dak's
3: it. Dak's not worried about his, yeah, his, his bank account.
2: TJ, you're the Dallas fan. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts
4: on this? I think we, we talked about this either Tuesday or Wednesday. I'm, I don't know if I believe he's going to be our quarterback going forward. It's the most important position on the field, obviously. And like Michael Irvin said, being the, cow- the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys, that, that's a whole nother level to the game right there. And if they haven't locked this dude up at this point, you've got to wonder what, what's holding them back. Like, as Irv said, they could have had him for 30. Now you're talking 40-plus. So I'm just wondering if there's some hesitancy and why that is. Because obviously there is hesitancy, but why is it? Is is he the man going forward?
2: Mike, you had to make a mic drop out of that uh thirty-five million
4: dollars. <laughs> yeah,
2: TJ, do you want true. Dak back? Is that who you want to lead your team?
4: I mean, I like Dak. I'm a Dak fan and I've you know stuff that used to drive me crazy, obviously when he was a rookie, he doesn't do anymore. Like very subtle things like and I hate when quarterbacks do this, period. Like they drop back on a passing play, they're scrambling. And no one's open. And instead of just throwing the ball away, they'll take the loss and run out of bounds. That drives me up the wall. And he used to do that a lot. And he's stopped doing that. Like I said, that's just one small thing that he's done, but he's the guys improved every year. And you know, I'm a Dak fan. I'm there. But like now if you're saying, well, Russell Wilson wants to come now, you kind of go, Hmm. Now there's going to be a lot of people that are going to pause now. And, uh, Kind of wonder if Russell's not the look, but I don't see that happening. So let's just go in on Dak. We've got great talent around him. Let's give him what he needs to succeed.
2: Rich is so obsessed with watching Dak do that pregame strange the, the little hip, thing. He does yeah, the hip, hip thrust. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, you can't try that at home. That's dangerous. Have you ever tried that hip no, thrust? TJ? I did. I,
4: yeah, I tried it last week, as a matter of fact. How'd that go for you? It was fine. I was a little tight in the hips because, right. you know, Because of COVID, I don't do as much. So, you know, I was a little tight. So I had to loosen up a little bit, you know. (laughs) But that's something all quarterbacks do. He just he was the one down
2: the let, let, let's see you try it come on uh, you down. know because we don't have the
4: camera and when I get in there it gets you know no one's working the cameras so May, so
2: maybe maybe we'll do it coming uh at, at the top of the next hour yeah, just for the audience
4: putting. at home or don't we you could think? just visualize and think of no
2: it. no of instead of putting get down there and do the uh, <laughs> the jack,
4: yes. do no, the jack. well no because now I've got people texting me like bro you better make this putt you see when I make the putts nobody says anything but when I miss the putts I got people texting me telling me that bro what's up with you in putt so it's a lot I, of
2: pressure with me in the chair Ooh, i get got it i've got
4: to make this putt next yeah. hour
2: i get it or, or or you got to do the deck
4: well maybe if i make the putt i'll do the deck or oh
2: i guess it's celebratory, a celebratory. Yes. or yeah, yeah.
4: you know since we're almost or maybe i'll do the rick flair strut since today is the greatest professional wrestler of all time the nature boy rick flair's birthday <laughs> Woo! so maybe I'll, I'll hit a little some of that after i make the putt but i'm making the putt that's that's gonna happen
2: i'd like to see that Oh, and, we, and we are going to talk wrestling tomorrow when Shaquille O'Neal comes on. Yeah. So we are going to, because I'm going to say to him, what are you doing?
4: I mean, that's, don't, that's dis- don't disrespect the, the craft, Susie, please.
3: What's well, more know. likely to happen? You make the putt at top of our three mm-hmm. or Russell Wilson is the Cowboys quarterback. Uh, I mean, me making the putt is a given, though. <laughs> You're 0 for 2. That's fine.
4: You know, pressure builds diamonds, as you see. It bust pipes, but we're going to go with the diamond route here. I'm going. I'm going to make this putt let's move on. Wow, let's
2: wait wait, hold on. You you can't do it that way. You have to have the glasses on. You've say let's move on. And then you have to do the the, the camera change. Ready?
4: They're, they're not used to seeing me without glasses on. No, but on, you so got to
2: you, if you're going to say let's move on, you have to say
3: Let's move on. All right, real quick about Russell Wilson, though. Okay, so the Raiders are on this list, and there was a rumor a couple weeks ago that Deshaun Watson has interest in the Broncos. Mm -hmm. Can we just stop for a second and imagine the quarterbacks in the AFC West if both of those trades go down? Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson. Crazy. Come on. (laughs) That's insane. (laughs) Like, good Lord. Do you see Deshaun in Denver, though? There was a rumor that he, you know, somebody told someone who told TMZ that he likes what Denver has. And if you look at their offensive weapons, they're pretty good. Yeah, You I got mean, a source yeah. on that? That was great reporting, by the way. You like that? Someone said, someone told their brother Ricky. Someone told someone that told TMZ. Right. TMZ's never wrong. That's
2: great. <laughs> uh, by the way, you, you said that you wanted to talk about what's off limits with me and, and, with, <laughs> in the Ask oh. Susie segment. Yeah, Can so, I bring up one thing? Sure. And... In, in, Blake Sheldon, if you're listening, camera one. Shout out, Blake. Hey, what up,
4: Blake? Hey, man, what's happening, Blake? Hey, my man. Appreciate you.
2: Hi, Blake. Uh, so here's what happened, Blake, when you recorded that Wisen-Eisen thing. Can we can we roll that one, Mike? You that ready?
0: You got it. When
3: it comes to football, it sure is a Wisen. Mm, rich Eisen.
4: <laughs> oh man Blake Shelton,
3: ladies and Blake gentlemen. Shelton. Hey Blake Hey, hey Blake. Blake What's going hey, on hey, man Hey, hey buddy hey, Come on over So
2: I say this In the nicest of ways And then usually This should be taken In the highest Of compliments Are you all due respecting
3: Are you all due respecting With all like due respect prognet. Sounds like it
2: With all due respect You guys are such A bunch of girls Like when the, the cute boy Walks by You're like Hey Blake Hey, Blake. Hi, Blake. Well, he's
3: listening, so we're giving him a shout out. Hey, Hi, Blake. Blake. Hey, Blake. Hey, hey, Blake listen hey, to the show. What's up,
2: man? So that happened. Rich comes out of his office. He's like, you're not going to believe this. He's like, you got to see this. He's like, and he shows it to me. He's giddy. I'm like, oh, that's great. And I'm like, that's that's terrific. Honey. And I'm because I'm I'm working. I I have a job, right? So I'm at home. I'm working. It's great. It's great. He goes and finds Cooper. Coop, you're not going to believe this. Now, Cooper has an aversion (laughs) to celebrity. He doesn't like meeting celebrities in person. So he's, that was too close. He's like, okay, okay, dad, here's my Lego. Xander was like, hey, that's cool. Taylor doesn't care. (laughs) For days. No one gave him the I hear him humming. "Mm -hmm -hmm." I'm like, oh, God, it's never going to go away. Now, I, I hate the word no, but I did try to get Gwen Stefani to make me one. You did, yeah. Because you know, I like to one up my husband (laughs) whenever
6: possible.
2: And it kills me (laughs) that I don't have it here today. It (laughs) hurts me deep inside. I want you to know that. No, because she's busy. She's so selfish. She's working on her album. Come on. And she's on deadline. And I was so close. Because you know me, I like to rub it in. I was so psyched to walk in here and be like, "So, by the way, I got nothing." But um, but Blake, I'm telling you, like. I get it. You have a bromance, but like, you know, one more time, Mike. No, don't play. When it comes to football, (laughs) it sure is a wizen. Richizen. You do know there's an adjective. You do know there's an adjective wizen, like W-I-Z-E-N, like dried up like a prune. But what,
4: What would your jingle be?
2: I was hoping I'd find out.
4: Like but it would I didn't. be like when it comes to hosting, she sure needs a booster. <laughs> who, who, Susie Schroeder? That's not a good jingle. Worst jingle of all time. No, I was going to say, what
2: is there is anybody she, out there listening that can give me a that? jingle? No, oh, she gets I mean, busy. That's an awful mm,
4: jingle, it's Susie. Okay, nah.
2: I'm not sure if saying "get busy" is really a nice way to say about you know.
4: whatever. <laughs> when it comes to hosting, it, she crows like a rooster.
2: That's all I can say is, I'm Susie Schuster with much more after this break. <laughs> because, honestly, uh, if I could think of a... Uh, you know who should have a jingle? Stephen A. Coming up in the third hour.
3: I mean, what else is that anybody guy right? anybody has right. got everything. He does. needs a
0: jingle.
2: He have been hoodwinked, bamboozled, led astray, run amok, and flat out deceived. He's how? got everything now. But how does he not have a song about him by now? Steve Kerr? Should we give him a jingle? Like, should we think of a jingle for Steve Kerr in time for this?
4: Yeah, I mean, what rhymes with what? Eight rings? Nine rings? That would be Steve Kerr's jingle. Eight rings? Is that what he has? I think he has eight.
2: Three as a coach, five as a player. I am going to ask him about the last dance. I am curious to hear whether he's spoken to Michael since then when he talked in depth about punching Michael in the face, which is always a nice thing to talk about a friend. But it happened, and I wonder if he liked it.
3: (laughs) If he liked punching Mike?
2: Yeah. I wonder if he was like, Oh, that felt good. Then, By afterwards, she's the like, oh no, I just punched the greatest player in the history of basketball. You he give got punched Steve Kerr a little he bit. He punched a and pass. got punched, right? Yeah.
4: Think about how many yeah, people wanted to punch Mike or couldn't. And, or, and couldn't or didn't have the testicular fortitude to do so. <laughs> right. and wow. Steve Kerr punched Michael Jordan.
2: Yeah. And lived to tell the tale.
4: Wow. Yeah, you're right. We need to know about
3: this.
2: I don't remember. Did they win a ring after the punch?
3: Uh, they must have, right? Yeah, sure. they want yeah. all of them. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right.
2: So maybe the punch, maybe, maybe the punch is what actually gelled everything.
4: I think Jordan said something about that kind of brought the team closer or something. Maybe I haven't watched it in a while.
2: There's nothing quite like a a a, a fist to the jaw to pull know. a to pull a team closer. Really? Yeah, I guess so. Maybe maybe they got all the hot air out of the room, so to yeah. speak
4: of The aggression was let loose.
2: Hmm. All right. Well, we'll talk to him about that in in that hour. Because coming up, oh, no, really? I'm <laughs> oh,
6: sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> it's, it's, case it's like, good. Good. It's like yeah. Costanza.
2: And again, usually when I say like it's like fight like a girl, play like a girl, it's the biggest compliment. But literally, you guys are like, hey, Blake. Hey, Blake. Like
3: well, he's listening. When comes to
2: football, <laughs> sure is a wiser. Everybody. Hi, Blake. <clears throat>
4: Can't do it. Can't do it.
2: Nope, can't do it. And now if I had a jingle, I might sing along to my own jingle.
4: <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> Ain't no but I'm not girl. gonna sing
2: along to the Rich Eisen jingle. I have standards people.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I have standards people. Steve Kirk coming up next. Stephen A. Smith coming next. This is Susie Schuster in for Rich Eisen on the Rich Eisen Show.